dialed in to Fox and Brews, you might hear something you can use. Like tips on your cash or tips on the suds. You're going to want to use the smarts of these stuff. Because they know the brews. And they know the box. And they know they can't help the stubborn fucks. So listen up, because shit's not funny. And save yourself some beer money. Bucks. And brews. Bucks and brews. And brews. Bucks and brews. We are back on Bucks and Brews. So it's been a little while since we've been with you here because instead of me getting sick this time, somebody yeah. else got sick. Yeah, let's say I was out for uh, for a few weeks and uh, it was not a fun experience. So are, are you feeling much better now? Uh, compared to where I started, yes. That's that's um, a good thing. I say much, much better <laughs> compared. <laughs> so um yeah, well we talked quite a bit while you were down and it did not sound good yeah let's say um you know i say i tell you i, I had a couple days a couple days of just sweating in my whole bed you know like i think i need a new mattress because of how much i like i was like man dude like this, this will literally just make you dehydrated you couldn't drink enough water to keep it in so i don't think i, I told you this mike uh i get a message from nick one day he goes hey if you're cold come on over it's like <laughs> swimming in my bed right now and i'm just sweating my ass <laughs> i went no dude i'm good thanks yeah let's say i so, uh, I, would te- I would text some buddies and i'm like hey come cuddle <laughs> say, I just want somebody to cuddle so before we get into tonight's episode yeah nick what are you drinking oh man i brought i brought out some stuff from the cellar okay uh so i'm drinking a hazel's nuts toasted marshmallow and coconut yes um from odd side ales um and then i'm drinking the traditional hazel's nuts um again from odd side ales so mike i'll let you go before me what do you got mike um what kind of, because I bought stuff for over the weekend, and I had some left over, so starting with a, gotta go to my, Jake's um, Vanilla Bean Porter from Papa Brewery. Yep, that's a good beer. And a special kind of holiday version of, it's it's a Bell's Flamingo Fruit Fight, which is a sour, but this is a pomegranate. Oh, that sounds really so, good. Yeah. I have not had that. It is good. So I'm going to go from last to first All right, because I, I have reasons. Uh, so tonight I have from my Christmas present yeah, from Rochester Mills, one of my favorite breweries, uh, Toasted Marshmallow Milkshake Stout. There you go. This is the first year Courtney and I have not done the... Uh... 12 Stouts. 12, 12 Stouts of Christmas. Yeah, Milk yeah. Stouts of Christmas. I, I haven't either. Shocking. Yeah. For my second, also uh gotten around the same time i think i bought this though it was not a present from brew dog double cake marshmallow and chocolate stout yeah you're gonna enjoy that it sounds delicious and i saved this one for last even though i'm drinking it first so grand armory's fluffered nutter peanut butter marshmallow stout now i saved that for a specific reason to be last uh that we talked about so i don't think we shared this with many people uh, on our shows but we have a tour of grand armory coming up um it was originally going to be next tuesday but some things have come up the next tuesday is not going to work so i'm I'm still working out a date with buck buck is the one that invited us up to come thank you buck we 
are always happy to come check out a brewery. Always. So we're going to go on a tour of Grand Armory. We're going to do an episode from there. We're going to uh, go to the tasting room. Yep. Uh, and that's something we are very much looking forward to, the three of us, I know. Yeah, I say. And uh, we appreciate that invite. We're looking forward to it. We'll set up a, a specific date um, and say, of course, come give feedback on it and just have a great time. Yeah, and if anybody has specific questions they want us to ask Grand Armory, please let us know because right. we'll be there to ask. Yeah, I so, say, you know, and we want to dive into some of the business aspect of things. Absolutely do, because we are Bucks and Brews. Right. I say. Bucks comes before Brews. <laughs> <laughs> Always, baby. Um, you got to have the Bucks to buy the Brews, right? I, I do have some beer news. Oh, go on. I, I shared this with you yesterday. Elk Brewing is closing you did. their Comstock Park uh, yep. tasting room. Yep. So that that's sad. Yep. Because I, I do like Elk Brewing beers. They have good beers. Yeah, but they'll still have the other location open. Yep. So, and uh, luckily they're not going away. I say they're still going to keep with their distribution and doing all that. So, where's the other tasting room? Um, I think it's down in Grand Rapids. I think it is too. I want to say Fulton or something. I thought it was wealthy. Yeah, right in the corner there, Uh, little little white building. It's probably in my thing here, unless they close that one (laughs) to open the Comstock Park one. No, they have two. I know. Yeah. Um, Once I figure out how to put my thing in. I think it's wealthy. Um, and uh, so that's, it's a pretty, uh, it's a pretty fun little brewery too. You are right, Nick. It is on wealthy. Yeah. It's a little white building uh, right across from, uh, uh, did Johnny B's move right, right across the road there now? I think. Um, I do not know. Cause Johnny B's used to be down or whatever. Um, like kitty corner from donkey, <clears throat> which is not my favorite place i'll tell you that no eight dollar tacos and oh they're you know this big and but they do have like 50 cent uh um i don't know 50 cent beers of some sort um so i i have to give you condolences thank you because I heard uh, you and Courtney are breaking up because she does not want tacos anymore. Yep. No, we're not. We're not breaking up. We're getting divorced. Well, yes. Are you going to stay together and just be divorced? I I have to talk to the uh, to to the the taco posse and stuff, right? To to see if that's allowed. But I mean, she knew when she married me, we were having tacos at least once a week, right? Like, I don't know. We were just laying in bed one night, and she's like tacos i never want tacos and i was like what the hell did you say like like don't fucking talk to me and she's, i i mean homemade white people tacos and i was like it's still a taco like i'm not i'm not a hater right like at home like i grew up at home mm-hmm. flour tortillas i mean full fucking burrito size but we used them as taco and then ground beef with seasoning and beans and cheese and you know white folk it up so I, I love a, a mexican taco like, give me a corn tortilla, give me El Pastor. Like, I'm, I'm literally a taco king. This, this body is 90% Hispanic. People uh, just don't know it. <laughs> so, we are bucks and brews. Yeah. But we're almost more like bucks and brews and tacos and pizza. say, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, over over uh, my time of being down, I ate pizza rolls and uh, frozen pizza. And I was like, huh, all right. That meant that put you on the road to recovery, right? Yeah, so that's what it was. Might as well. So 
we're going to go over some year and review stuff. I wanted to kind of go through the episodes we did over the year because uh, I definitely don't have recollection of some of them from yep. when I was sick. Um, and I wanted to talk about some of our favorite moments. Yep. Um, so let's just let's just dive right in. So, of course, last year we started out with uh, New Year, New You. Yeah. And... I think that's something we probably should revisit every year. I think so. Um, because we all have new goals every year, right? You should have. I mean, I don't do resolutions. I think resolutions are stupid. That's just something you're going to break. Sure. But I, I definitely always have goals. Yep. So, I mean, you know, goal-wise this year, I'd like to not die. That would be a good goal. So That's a great goal. Not even try to die. Let's yeah. let's go with not trying to die. Sure. Um, but money-wise, like, uh, yeah, I have a lot of money goals this year. I only have, I mean, I have a few, I guess, like in things that revolve around the money aspect of things. So like business goals that happen to be money as well. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, um, like I have a financial number that I'd like to hit while I also have like, hey, I want to buy, uh, you know, X amount of units and things like that. So, um, you know, I, I met, you know, and I kind of want to dive into that if that's all right. Yeah, so, go ahead. Um, you know, I was having this conversation with a friend of mine uh, just the other day. And we're, you know, we're talking about goals. And I said, look, you know, um, let's, let's just say my goal last year was to hit, uh, you know, a hundred thousand dollars in worth of flips. Right. Like, um, and, you know, honestly I I hit 10%, right. So Mm -hmm. I hit $10,000, like, well, you know, if it was a million to a hundred thousand, sure. Um, I hit 10% and, uh, you know, I was feeling like an asshole for a long time and, and, you know, while I was talking to him, I was like, no, I, like, I shouldn't be talking to you like this. And, and it instantly hit me. And I said, you know, this is, this is what I, my old mindset of me used to think. And I said, you know, all right, uh, Jeremiah, look, dude, I'm, I'm not mad that I, that I only hit 10% of my goal because guess what? Like I actually had a goal. If I didn't, I wouldn't hit any amount of money. So like, uh, actually, sorry, it was, uh, I was talking to my buddy Christian about it. And, uh, I was like, so even if I fell short, I still made progress. I actually had a positive, yep. right? Like I, I made 10 K or whatever. Right. And, and without even having a high goal, I would have never even done anything. Right. Mm-hmm. If I would, Oh, Hey, yeah. You know, I just I hope I do a flip, you know, <laughs> like when you say, I hope I do a flip, you're not setting specific things. You're not giving yourself a, um, you're not giving yourself anything to obtain and, and holding yourself accountable to actually reach that goal. Right. Cause he was talking, he's like, Hey, yeah, I want to, want to do uh, you know, a, a couple, a couple holds and I want to do some flips or whatever. And I was like, what is some, right. And he's like, uh, you know, I, I just want to do some. And I was like, no, like the more specific you get into your goal, right. The, the better you are going to focus on trying to get to that. Um yeah, let's say, um, you know, I, <clears throat> so, so I, I think that when, when you're setting goals, even, even if you make them astronomical, like the fact is, is like you're going for, right. So like, let's say this year, if I, if I say, Hey, I want to lose a hundred pounds and I only lose 10, dude, like I didn't fucking gain, right. right. <laughs> like losing, losing 10 pounds, no matter how long it takes, like I didn't gain. And that's the biggest key. Right. Um, and people forget to look at things as, as small victories, even if you fall short, um, you know, 
one thing I saw, we talked about Grant Cardone yeah. in one of our episodes and I, how I disrespect him because of the way he acted during COVID. Um, but like, you know, he's, he's 10 X, right? Like, Hey, if you want a hundred thousand, make it a million bucks. If you want a million, make 10 million bucks or 10 X everything. Because you know what, if, even if you fall short, so if you set your goal, Hey, I want a million bucks now make it 10 million, because guess what? You know, if, if, if you, if you only hit 10%, you have a million, right? So 10% is failure in your eyes, but you've hit a million where if you go a million and you only hit 10%, you're at, you know, a hundred thousand bucks and you know, you mine is, and even if you beat that, so let's say you go 23%, you're 2.3 million or, you know, like yeah. you've done yeah. so much fucking better. So set your, and that's so why I used to love that mindset. Um, and I still, you know, I still, I like the idea of the mindset. So I still love the mindset. So I'm going to cut in here with breaking news. Yeah. Because we love breaking news here on Bucks and Bruce. Um, so next Tuesday, yeah, it sounds like we are going to Grand, Ar- Grand Armory, Mike. There we go. So uh, I just got a message from Buck. Yeah. So thank you, Buck, for letting us know. Uh, we will be up there about three o'clock. Three, yeah. I so I think the three of us just might as well ride together yeah yeah i mean it seems like the smart thing to do so michael meet me at my place and i'll come pick you up the 18th 3 p.m yeah sound good um i say i gotta get that in my phone yeah do that <laughs> so very much looking forward to that can't wait to have buck on the uh uh podcast here um we'll figure out if we're gonna break down and take a bunch of stuff up or if we just take this right we'll figure it out um so Speaking of New Year, New You, uh, Mike did some new stuff last year after listening to us. Mike, why don't you recap what new thing you did to try and make some extra investment money? I did some DoorDash for a while. I mean, I did stop after a while because I also wanted to make sure I wasn't going to be paying out the butt in taxes when it came time for taxes this year. But um, yeah, I probably made... Another five thousand dollars that I was able to invest in different things, and like I said, I kind of split that amongst a few different portfolios and things like that, and so got my money working for me. Well, I think you uh, also paid off some scout stuff. Paid off some scout stuff. I mean, that was mostly just, you know, summer. That that I have to pay off. Every, I have to pay every year, unfortunately, if my kids want to be a part of it. Yeah, but it was something you didn't have to go into your normal pocket to do. Yeah. yeah. And and that's always a net gain. So I mean, you're doing stuff to get some extra money, so you can shift some other money elsewhere, right? And you know, yep. I, I find that if you do that type of thing, it escalates, it escalates so much quicker, right? Um, Say <laughs> another side story. I was having this conversation with my buddy this morning, and uh, um, because this was our episode um, about vacationing, right? And we talked about my wife and I having a vacation fund. My my buddy. Um, you know, he, he took some of my advice or whatever, and he went and refied his house and mm-hmm. took cash out and actually paid off his, his wife's vehicles. Um, he paid off um, a couple of debts that they had. And, and it, you know, this wasn't a massive amount of money. Um, and, but he refied it into a 15 year mortgage uh, at 2.8%. Right. And he Beautiful. was, yeah, like it was huge. And he, you know, he said his payment actually dropped 50 bucks um because of how much they had paid off and they they always overpay and stuff so question yeah he's taking that savings and putting it right back in oh yeah like they're so they're 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 an extra on the mortgage yeah like we were talking about it and he's like yep um so you know he goes hey we're gonna pay an extra like 300 every single month 
And uh, so after they, so they took out a little bit of money or whatever um, for a cash out refi and they had a couple extra bucks, mm-hmm. um, like two grand, right? He won't mind me sharing. Um, and they had two extra 2000 after all their debts and stuff like that. And he goes, we just put it into our, um, our house fund. Yep. He goes, so we have, we have a bank account to make sure that our mortgage paid. And so then we were talking, and I was like, man, like get that up to, you know, three to six months, whatever you guys are kind of comfortable with, because like right now, mm-hmm. like you just told me, Hey, like, man, it feels great not to have like this high interest debt and stuff. And I said, dude, you don't need to really get back to that. Like if you have this fund on your house, like think about it, you can build yourself free payment months. Right. Mm-hmm. And, he, and I was like, you know, Hey, if your mortgage payment is, let's say a thousand bucks and, and uh, you know, you have $6,000 saved up and, and let's say you want to go buy, or, you know, let's say your car goes out of your quad or your jet ski or whatever, you know, cause he has a bunch of toys. Oh yeah. Man. I was like, you know, you guys always seem to, to have that problem when, when something goes, you, you just kind of go finance this way. Um, and I was like, you could, you could technically skip your mortgage payment right now. What you would do is you take it out of your, you know, take your mortgage payment, pay it. And you've, you financed over here, mm-hmm. um, you know, the thousand bucks, let's say it costs to, to fix something. And I was like, now you're paying an extra 300 bucks. You don't have to overpay, right? Like I want you to, but you don't have to. So next month, right. Take your, take your 300 bucks that you're overpaying, put it back into that account. The next month, 300 bucks back into that account. The next month, 300 bucks. So three months, you've almost got yourself back to paid. Yep. Right. And then the next month you take a hundred, pay it off, get yourself right back to where you want to be. If you have extra money, yeah. Okay. Beat that three months goal. Um, and then you have $200 extra in payments and you're in month four at this point. So, and you're right back to it. So honestly, you, you've, instead of nine extra, you know, now you have nine payments of extra money mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and, and you haven't hurt anything. You like to not, if, if you don't overpay, you're mm-hmm. not hurting anything. Right. But like to not pay, that's a thing. Like now to shell out money to interest and stuff. And he goes, yeah, that makes sense. And, but we were talking about uh, vacation funds and I was like, you know, honestly, dude, like maybe you guys should think about having another fund set up because you, you tend to finance vacations and you tend to, um, you know, you tend to always buy a fucking new toy. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm like, you know, maybe, maybe just start setting it up. So like that way, when summer rolls around, you guys just have a little extra money and you're like, Hey, this is perfect. Let's, let's go do this. Let's go finance this. And, um, you know, you'll never notice it because it's such a, you know, 25 bucks just adds up and it takes time. Right. Like, and you don't have to finance this thing. So he's like, man, that's, you know, it's not a bad idea. We really want to get the house paid. And I was like, look, that's a great goal, but like 15 years, be proud of yourself because you know, you, you only have 15, like you refinance from like 22, let's say down to 15, like you, you're, you're already seven years ahead of where originally you were going to be. And yes, you've only lived there for, let's say three years and they paid down the, the six years, you know, or whatever it was, was like, you did all that. You're still way ahead. Like quit, you know, don't, don't make this your new standard of 15. Like, dude, honestly, even if you take 15 and turn it into 14, dude, you've, you've done much better now awesome if you take it because his goal is to get it paid off in uh 10 years and i was like dude even if you miss your fucking goal and it goes back to this even if you miss your goal of getting it in 10 years to have it in 11 to have it in 13 you're saving money dude, you, you you've made it like you've yeah. done very very well again you guaranteed yourself with this 15 that you took off seven seven guaranteed years so i know with me like i refinanced my house last year with rob which yep. of course they sold it to chase yep um, even though they don't sell a lot of their loans, they sold mine. Yeah, my all mine are with Chase now. So, <laughs> which are from Rob, right? Yeah. So, anyways, uh, my goal was to pay it off before 
the 10 year mark. Yeah. Which of course would make it like January of 31. Okay. Now my new goal is to pay it off before December of 28. Okay. And at this point I'm on track to do that. Huge. And of course this between now and next March, mm-hmm. I have so many things that are falling off of my list of things I have to pay. Yeah. Like the last thing will be Don's Tiguan. And that's next March. Sure. So, you know, I I have other things that I financed for, you know, like I I got a new sofa. Sure. So I got 12 months, no interest. Yep. Well, that falls off in August. So I, I, you know, that's an extra 118 bucks a month at that point. Um, I had a couple business credit cards that will pay off in April. So that's an extra $528 in April. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know, I I have this extra money. I can start throwing at things, you know. Uh, my card just paid off. So I have an extra 300 bucks there. I can start throwing at things. Yep. So I just keep looking at, okay, well, I'm going to start paying these things down quicker now because I don't have these other bills that were, you know, taking twelve, thirteen hundred $1,300 out of my budget every month. Yeah. So you're, you're a little older than me, right? Um, you're 10 only years, a year or two. You're 10 years older, right? I mean, <laughs> I think I'm 11 years older. I mean, you're 44. Uh, 44 I was born in 77 yeah, so, we born in 88 yeah 33 so all right now tell me yes and, and this is the thing this is what i want people to understand all right hang on a sec what a great sound. that's a great sound isn't it go ahead this is what i want people to understand okay so david yes name one thing that you know that you use from 10 years ago like that i own yeah do you have the same car uh no Okay. Do you, I mean, do you, is there anything that you own that you, what use? was 10 years ago? So 2002. Sure. Um, I probably don't have anything that I actively use on a daily basis other than, you know, something that I collect. Sure. But right. beyond that, nothing I use on a daily basis. The computers are all new. The, the PlayStation two I had is dead, sure. but I have a PlayStation two. It's just not the same one. <laughs> same. But you know, I mean, like, but you know, your house, you're right? Your house, right? I mean, that's the I didn't have thing. that in 2002. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I mean, you've had that for the longest time, and that might have 2002 either. And it's the thing that you use the most, right? Yeah. Like, people yeah. just forget that they actually, and you know, whether it's a car, you know, normal people don't say, you know, have the same car for 10 years, they're not me, right? Like, normal people don't have the same jet skis like they're not going to last that long right you know things are going to break you don't have the same fucking lawnmower right from 10 years no right you don't have bro right you don't have the same so you're going out and spending all this quick money because it's things you want and need but you forget about that long-term goal of of this thing and so but now like all right so and one thing i want to hit on for everybody that's listening okay so Everybody goes, oh, you know, shouldn't overpay and stuff like that. Cool. If you don't overpay for your house. Don wants you to know that 10 years ago was 2012, not 2002. Not you. You said two. I did. Sorry. Okay. Um, I I just said she wants you to know. So (laughs) say, Um, but you know, one thing I want everybody to understand is, okay. People will tell you, Hey, don't overpay on your house. Right? Like it's a waste. Now, when you tell people that, like, the, again, the majority of people are not going to take the amount of money they would have overpaid in their house and actually put it to investment. But what what is overpaid, though, as well? So if, if, if your mortgage payment is $962.12 mm-hmm. and you make it 1000 right? They're mm-hmm. like, don't overpay. Or again, my buddy wants to pay 300 extra. They're like, don't don't overpay that. Like, you, you, your interest rate is so, it's such cheap money. It's such cheap money. And it's like, it's, it's your biggest debt you've ever had. If you have a fucking car that's worth more than your house, like, you're probably doing something wrong no disrespect or 
like you you got a great deal on that house like you live in a million dollar house and you know i I guess i would say of what your house is actually worth right because there are people who have probably um bought a house for twenty five thousand, and their house is worth you know a million bucks now there's a chance but um you know it's the thing that you use on a constant basis and if you don't you upgrade that into a, a nicer thing so no many people are not going to take that extra 300 every month and actually throw it into investments like people just don't do it so i don't think people no, time out the amount of people that actually invest in like stash or acorns and all that it's just not a, it's not a thing okay you're you're absolutely 100 percent correct yeah. but we have three people here yeah so mike if you had an extra three hundred dollars how much would you put in investments all of it probably okay mike would go 100 percent, so he'd put the extra 300 sure out of 300 i probably put 175 to two in investments yeah <laughs> and what would you do i mean I, I i would probably only do like 100 bucks right like i to be honest i you know because i'd be like oh i I'm just gonna stack this 200 away um listener so don asked uh why not overpay if it means you will pay off sooner or owe less if you sell this is a great question by the way right and and people so the the answer to what people and again i'm not this person but what people will say is because interest rates are so cheap it's like free money you could make more money having the stock market so in theory you should be getting 10 percent in the stock market to to let don know specifically so our mortgage is about I want to say 2.875. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's in that range. 2.875. So that's what my buddy just got. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. So when you look at that interest rate, I mean, you know, if, if I'm getting that as a return on investment, that sucks. Let's <laughs> say, yeah. Okay. If, if I'm looking at just my betterment account yep. on an annualized, I'm getting 8% maybe. But cumulatively, I'm getting like 43%. Yeah. So, I mean, instead of taking that money and paying off my house quicker to save that 2.875, if I take it and I put it in investments, I'm I'm technically making more money doing that. But you have to ask yourself what's more important. So is it more important to get rid of that huge bill? Because so like with escrow, my my house payments just under 894, no. $984 a month. So it's 983 something. Yep. Okay. Now I don't want to pay that for 15 years and and mind you, escrow is going to go up. It's going to go down. It's, it's going to vary. Okay. So I don't want to pay that for the next 15 years. I want to pay that for less than 10. So that even though I'm losing money in the long run, when I hit that payoff, so let's say I pay it off in December of 28. So that's, that's what another six years yeah so let's say uh, yeah let's say i paid off in december 28 mm-hmm. i can then take that 900 dollars. i can't take 900 but i can take 500 yep. because of course i still have taxes and insurance, and insurance that i yep. have to pay yep. but i could take 500 dollars and i could throw that into investments now and, and true i have lost six years mm-hmm of money that I could have made, mm-hmm. but I have no house payment. You have a guarantee. And and one thing, I guess I was making a point on that for the overpay is if you get used to, okay, so you're paying, you're paying, let's say 900 or, you know, you said 950 mm-hmm. or whatever, and, and you're talking about going to 500. Yep. Now, if you're overpaying to 1300, 
And, and again, you're training yourself for every year for the next six, seven years, whatever it is to pay 1300 when your house pays off, how much extra money do you have? So I'm planning on paying 650 extra every month. Okay. So I will have over 1200 bucks a month right. of disposable income. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if we go from, if we go from, you know, 950 to, and we, we said 500, but like, and then we have, we're overpaying 650. That's, that's 1150. Let's just say. So now we have 1150 of extra where we were so used to paying it. So now, okay. Yeah, great. I'm playing catch up with my investments, but you're so used to stacking and paying this bill. So for you to pay that 1100, even if, even if you paid half, right. From the, yep. from the original, uh, gosh, so you're at, so that's 1500 bucks a month, basically, even yeah. if you paid half of that, right. Yep. 750. I mean, you're, you're repaying your mortgage and you're investing that whole thing. And now you have 750 extra to go say fuck you to the world right yeah like i mean i, I can bo- go buy one courtside ticket to the bulls after two months yeah and, and and that's what you're that's what you're looking at is is just you're training yourself for such a long period of time and that's why people you know if you ever go look you know the, the people that drive the the new cars and the fancy cars yep are either the people that are in debt or they're the old people well why do old people have night well because they don't they have, have that mortgage yeah. payment the mortgage is gone so they have disposable income yeah. oh hey i just i have an extra 500 bucks so now i can go spend it on a 300 dollars a month car and i still have 200 extra bucks to put in gas so and the question we have here is isn't paying off your house a guarantee where investments can go anywhere so that is absolutely true you if you invest money you have the option of losing it but when you look at the dow jones or the s p or nasdaq in the long term, not in the short term, in the long term, yep. they're going to return 8%, 10%, 12% every year. Yeah, t- 10% over 10 years is what yeah. they're saying, right? I mean, that- so you're going to make more money over the long term mm-hmm. by simply investing that yep. than you would ever make yep. by paying off that loan quicker. Well, and, you know, one thing I guess I want to hit on on that is, is it a guarantee? Okay. Yes. It's a guarantee that you're less debt, Correct. but it doesn't guarantee that your net worth goes up because Correct. the house could become worth less. Right. So you could buy, you bought your house 200,000 bucks, let's say, right. Um, we, we seen the crash Yes. and, and I don't remember if you bought your house in the so crash, but like, I, I bought my house in April of 07. Okay. And the crash happened in 08. Right. So you so paid a high, high amount. I, I paid 132,000 for a house that was worth that sure. when I bought it. Yep. And within a year, it was worth a hundred. Sure. So I was thirty thousand dollars underwater. I wish I would have bought every fucking house in that neighborhood. Don't you? Oh my gosh! Like that because your neighborhood's two hundred and fifty thousand dollars house. Neighborhood. Yeah, the cheap ones. Yeah, I mean, like I, I told you, with, without questioning, I could sell mine for two fifty right now. Uh, so yeah, we have so much about that. Uh, I was looking to buy an eight unit today, mm-hmm. so I called a guy, um, and he's like, oh. Uh, you know, I, I didn't realize how much the market's up, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I want a hundred thousand a unit. And I was like, you want 800,000 bucks for your, and he was like, I was like, and so, you know, I didn't even try, like, I was like, Hey, this isn't going to be for me. And then we, he, he kind of kept talking and I was like, look, if you wouldn't mind, like, if you actually sell your eight unit for 800,000, like, please let me know, because I actually own one not far from you. And really, like, I never thought about selling one of my eight units, but like, dude, if I, if, if I'm literally going to more than double my money. I'd be stupid not to at this point, right? And I was like, I can 1031 into something big. <laughs> so of course, we keep getting follow-ups. I, and I love this because yeah. mind you, I'm, I'm now having the conversation that my wife and I should have at home together. And this is awesome. On 
the podcast, which national radio, mind you, I, we're international. I people listen to us from all over. We are. So, mind you, this is a great conversation to have. I love the question. Yeah. So, the question is, why pay off the house sooner? Um, when that extra could be invested, and she's confused by that. So, oh, that was sorry. Go ahead. I wrote it down. So we were talking about return yeah. on investment. Correct. You said those words. Yes. So I wanted. So return on investment, ROI, return on investment. Yep. So if you invest one dollar, mm-hmm. okay, and we said that your your interest rate right now is two point eight seven. Yes. So you invest one dollar, mm-hmm. and then technically you're in, you're paying, you know, two two cents or two point eight seven cents on on that dollar that you've yes. borrowed let's just because we like whole three. numbers three cents <laughs> three three cents yes so for every dollar that you have you're paying three but like so look, you're paying a dollar three yep so now let's say that you're you're getting that as interest right because mm-hmm. we have a three percent like machine accounts right? yes yeah so for every dollar that we have in there we get three cents um and so when you when you invest in paying off three cents right or so if you're getting three cents on your return if you're borrowing money at three at three percent and you can go to the stock market and theoretically make the average of ten percent yes you have a seven cent difference yes right on every single dollar so why would you not overpay people would overpay and put their investments out into the investments because they're making seven cents on every single dollar versus what they're borrowing right well of course she's she's asking specifically why we would want to pay this off quicker with the low interest rate that we have instead of taking that extra money and putting it into investments and the easiest way to answer that is you have to understand what type of person you are dealing with okay so i'm 44 years old Mm -hmm. Uh, i'll be 45 in july so six months yep um my biggest goal right now is to be debt free. Mm-hmm. Okay. The only real debt I have is $96,000 I owe on a home. Are you really going to pay yours off in six years? Yeah. That's not really a fair bet. I, I say I, we should, we should have fun and, and see who can pay it off first, but that's not fair. Well, I mean, you could, I have enough money. Yeah. Like, you I mean, could. So, like I could just instantly win no you, matter what happens. You could. Yes. Um, but, I'm looking at it going, I I want that bill gone. Yeah, of course. Okay. Because it's $900 every month. Yep. And, you know, over 12 months, that's 9,600 bucks. It sounds, so what sounds really weird is I'm actually scared for my. right? 12 times nine. Is that right? 9,600? Yeah. Mike? No. 12 times nine? 12 times nine. What is it? Uh, 108. 108. Okay. See, <laughs> mind you, my brain should work like that, but ever yeah. since the uh, sepsis, it just doesn't work. So, anybody that's listening, my sepsis has effed up my head, and his COVID has effed up his. Yeah. So we are not if what I, we should be. If so, if I interrupt, it's just because I know that if I don't, um, you're going to forget it I'll, in two seconds. I'll forget, yes, same I'll with me. What I'm doing. Yep. So that's why I have to get it out, or I have to write it down because, like, I wrote overpay and I forgot what it was about. And I was like, so what times twelve is ninety six? Is it eight? Eight times twelve ninety six, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> See, and I um that normally I, I'm right there, but I um, can't. First, you said pay off the house faster than you said 
Yeah. So absolutely. If I, if I took that extra $600 Don, and I put it into our investments, we would make more money in the long run. In theory, you would make more money in the long run. Yes. But what I want to do is get that paid off as quickly as possible so that I don't have to worry about that 900 bucks every month. That's 100%. It. So it's, it's a personal worry, Correct. right? Um, people like you, me and Mike, right? We, we don't enjoy the debt aspect of things. Uh, we've take, we've all taken on the debt for the houses and stuff like that. Um, but right, just peace of mind is worth more peace. Peace of mind to me is worth more than my seven cents per dollar. Um, should it be in a financial world? Technically not really, but again, we, we not, Mike said he would do every dollar. You said you would do, you know, one seventy two thirds of it or right? something. Yeah. You know, pretty much. And I said, I would only do a third of it. Right. right. Because, um, you know, I just know my natural, cause like, again, I would just hoard my money into a savings account mm-hmm. that does nothing. Cause like, that's what I like. I don't say this because whatever I say it because it's what the fuck I do. We right? know like, what type of investors like, we are. It's, it's an actual yes. thing. Like right now, if I told you how much money I had in my bank account, 900% of the people that are listening to us would go, you're fucking stupid. Like, why do you have that amount of cash? And it was, it's just literally personal stuff. It's, you know, I, I, do I have other investments? Yes. Are they doing well? Oh, you could be making so much more. Look, uh, you know, the difference to me of, of $7 million net worth and, and $8.2 million net worth is in my head. It doesn't fucking matter. Like I know that I'm going to do the best that I want to and the best that I can in my ability. I will have a shit ton of money. And so that like, I come from nothing. So to ha- even if I left my kid a hundred grand, like, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's huge. That's a shit ton of money. So, hundred yeah, grand thing, to everybody here is good money, right? The big yeah. thing for me, why I'm probably investing a hundred percent of any extra money I have, is I'm trying to catch up from the money I lost when I got divorced. And and yep, and you're playing. And so up. yeah, I don't have the same like nest egg that you guys do at this point because I had to give half. Yeah. Of you know whatever I made during that you know seven ish year period to my ex wife. Oh. Yep. Well, well and, and you look at Mike, Mike's a great example. Yeah. Okay. So um, I forget, Mike, you have a house right now that you, you purchase. Yes. Okay. So now, and your kids, I, I want to say 10, 12 and, and 12 no, and 13 and 10, 13 and 10. Okay. I want to say Mike. 13 and 12. He's got, he's got eight years left of, of child support, mm-hmm. but like when child support and when child support falls off, then he has all that extra money that he can go in. Basically be, my daughter's in sixth grade, so it'll be a little over six. Okay. Once they graduate, I'm done. I don't pay child support. Okay. So, I mean, oh yeah, six plus 12. (laughs) This is horrible. Our math is horrible. Um, But, you know, once that that extra money, he can go invest, he can go do whatever he wants with it. So, um, you know, I'm not saying that people are wrong by not overpaying for their house, right? I will say that if you don't, you need to, you need to, you need to invest all of it into investments. Correct. Like if don't, don't go buy a fucking car. Don't go spend it on a dinner out. Don't, because I know, and that's the other thing. Like if we could talk about the 300 and I'd only do a hundred, the 200 of it, I would go out to eat. Yeah. I would, you know, I mean, Hey, we're not going to McDonald's. We're going to get steak tonight. That cost me $30 a person. Like, so, and here's a great question. So yeah. I'm 44, you're 33, Mike's 46. Yep. Mike, have you ever had a brand new car? Have you ever bought a brand new car? When I bought 
the Civic that I had, I guess a couple of years before I met my wife, that was actually a new car. I've had like, it was like one of those weird things that had been used for like some, I think they'd used it for Demo some like, yeah. My mom it had, had like, it had like 60 miles on it or yep. something. They yep. used it like somebody borrowed it for like driving. So that was what somebody year? to like, yeah, it was considered new. But even this one I bought, you know, even though it only had like 120 miles, somebody had purchased it and then basically sold it without putting anything on it. So I bought it as a certified used. So the the new car you bought, what year was that? Oh four. So it was 2004. So we're talking 18 years ago. I'm 44. Mm-hmm. I've never bought a brand new car ever. Nick, you're 33. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you bought a brand new car? Never. When the, do you the newest car we've ever owned? I want to say I, my my Civic was an 08. That's right. No, so it has to be my Scion. My Scion is a 2010, and I bought that seven years ago. So it's 2021. So, um, 24 or 24, yeah. 14, 13 yeah. or 14. Yeah. So I must only bought like a four year old car um maybe it was five at the time. i don't remember but um so like that's the newest car and then my wife at this time still drives a and now she, now she's an 05 pilot she had an 03 um because my truck's an 04 um i mean I, i've never the newest car i've ever bought was like four years old the first car i ever bought specifically for me that i bought yeah was my 2013 equinox that's sitting outside and i bought it in 16 yeah so it's the first car i bought for me yeah before well, that, it had always been cars my mom had, you know, decided to upgrade from, and she gave me the old one. Yep. My escape that I have now was, I mean, it was only six months, maybe old when I bought it. But again, it had somebody had bought it new, sold it. I probably saved eight thousand dollars just by oh, yeah. buying. Oh yeah. Let's well, you know. I mean, my Scion. I got lucky. The kid was. The kid got caught with a DUI, mm-hmm. comes from a really yeah. rich, it's like a story that you can only make up. Yeah. But, um, you know, daddy owned a company. They had five numbered cars down in their basement of this business. Yeah. Like, a, they're all plated. Mine's a plated, right? Mine's one of 2000 ever created. Um, but originally the, the, when the car came out, it was $27,000 or 25,000 bucks. I don't remember. Um, the kid, I had some road rash on my rims and i picked it up for 6300 bucks and it, and it had 33,000 miles on it right i i wasn't not going to buy this oh absolutely <laughs> so and it's lasted me and i the only thing i've ever done to it is tires and brakes so we've definitely gotten a little bit off of topic oh, here cuz we were going to talk about year in review but i really like where this is going yeah so again uh because the question's been asked why would we do these things you have to when you're looking at money, you have to understand what type of person you are. Yeah. So for me, I'm, I'm always the type of person that, because I've had debt in the past, because I filed bankruptcy at, at one point in life, I don't want debt. Right. It scares you. It does. It right. scares the hell out of me. Because, because you know that if anything, and that's the, okay. So if my house, if I only owed 10 K. Yep. Right, which is about the price of a car, right? Like, yeah. you know, for somebody like me, or yeah. you know, you, I, 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 yeah, right. Um, you know, if I if I had ten k, I, I don't think I'd overpay for my house too much, right? Um, 
you know, it, it's kind of number. It's, those are those are like numbers where I can go work side little jobs and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Now, if I lose my job or you lose your job, yeah, you can't pay for that house. So I guess I don't want to be in debt or owe money on something that I can't easily get myself out of. Yes, and for you know, a hundred grand or your case, 96, I think I owe 76 on my house currently. Um, okay. Yes. Do I have, okay. And do I have 76,000 bucks in cash? Yes, I do. Okay. Like, right. But I don't want to take that and spend it and have nothing. Right. Right. Like, so, so the faster I can get that thing paid off and trust me, the day that I had the amount of money in my bank account to pay my house off. That was a great day. Probably like top five greatest financial moments I can remember in my life. Oh yeah. I remember getting the first hundred dollars in my account. I remember getting the first um thousand dollars in my account, right? Seeing that extra zero. Um I remember ten thousand bucks, right? Like those were really big milestones for me. Um I remember hitting hundred grand. Like I'm not gonna lie to people. Um I remember like that was an awesome feeling. Yeah. Like it was just it was so cool. Um having enough to pay off my house was a fantastic feeling. So like, I don't have my house paid off. Yes. Right. And people go, why, if you have the money, why don't you again? Because I I'm scared of money <laughs> in that aspect. Um, you know, and why are you paying 3% interest if you can, if you can get out of it? Well, you know, I also have $50 million in real estate. debt. <laughs> so, um, but really in the end, all I care about is my house. Yeah. You know, um, you know, if I lost all the rest of it, it would suck, but really in the end, I, I, that's fine with me. Um, so I, I think really it's just, it's that personal feeling mm-hmm. of knowing, oh shit, I, I can't come up with 80,000 bucks, you know, $96,000. I can't do it today, tomorrow. So I want to get that down as quick as possible to mm-hmm. where I have a feasible number, you know, because honestly here, you know, granted, what's your car worth? Uh, I could probably sell it for seven, 8,000, seven, 8,000 bucks. Okay. Yep. So now if you owed seven, $8,000 in your house, you lost your job tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Would you sell your car? If I needed to? Yeah. Right? Sure. So like, right. Cause you want to get to that point where you have enough money, even if it's worth like all your stuff that's in your house, just to sell it, just to make sure you kept that house. Right? Well, and again, I, I work from home. Yeah. So I have to have my home. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you, I'm saying if you didn't, right. If you lost the job, like, for people that for other people that are out there but but even if i lost my job mm-hmm. i work from home i'm not willing to go into an office right. again <laughs> right. so, yes i'm doing my interview from my couch please and um, i'm not turning on the camera because i am not wearing pants right <laughs> um so you know like i guess it's that it's the, it's just really the like that feeling that i can't do it without giving up everything i've ever really worked for yes. right like um you know, I, I know, you know, I, I, I say this to people all the time. I'm like, look, you know, if you looked at all the stuff that you owned, you know, all your, mm-hmm. all your uh, autograph things, everything yes. else, would you sell it all to pay your house off? If I had to? Yeah. Right. If you had to, but you don't have to. So I like don't that, have to, so, so I'm not. So that's why people Correct. don't, you know, people don't have to pay their house off. They don't have to do these things, but the financially smart thing in our opinion is right. Get that thing kind of lowered. Right. Or or I'll give both sides credit or invest every effing dime. But again, 
we know that you wouldn't because you'd go get autographs and well, and, and you don't invest every dime right now. I don't like, because I, I buy stuff. Right. We're all drinking beer right now. We are. De- and it's not cheap beer. Right? And, and it's all beer. We're not buying, we're not buying Pabst Blue Ribbon. I mean, you are, but we're not. My brother bought it for me for Christmas. I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so 99 pack. I got somebody to go. Somebody's drinking Pabst Blue Ribbon, but it's not Mike or I. But even at that, like you, you know, if, if you look at life, you could, all you need is, you know, electric gas stuff like that you need some type of food right um very very cheap like ramen and a head of lettuce like to healthy wise we we did an episode on cheap meals but like right so you just need the bare minimum and then then you you should be investing every single dime like i'm not talking about like oh you know no don't don't use your car to go anywhere that you don't absolutely need to don't do anything like you're not buying bats. You're not buying yeah. a fucking visor hat. You're not buying this hat. Like we're not buying t-shirts to promote our business, right? Yes. You need clothes, but you don't need, you know, you could go get the 25 cents, right? You would live the minimalist lifestyle you possibly could. I need to send Buck a message right now to find out what kind of, uh, what size shirt, what he size wears. shirt wears. Yeah. Let's say, um, right. So like, that's, that's just the idea. So to me, if you're not investing every single dime, you're still living somewhat of a life. Good. Live somewhat of a life and pay your damn house off. <laughs> so um mike are you overpaying for your house yeah it doesn't equate to much it's maybe a close to about 100 per month well, well that, that's a crap ton compared to a lot of people trust me yeah. like you say it doesn't equate but it really does um, i think i think my interest rate when i bought it was still only about actually no it probably was a little higher it was probably close to four sure i have the highest interest rate of all of us I want you to know that. I'm sure you do because you do not refinance while this. I'm, I'm four and a quarter right now. Yeah. I was 3.75 before I refied. Yeah. Um, and I say it's weird because I think my primary residence is my highest interest rate. All of my investments are much lower. I totally believe <laughs> well, it. Well, except for like land contracts, right? I mean, I have. I'm I debating have looking into a refine, seeing what it would benefit. So, while we're talking about that right now, I just got a message that said, should Mike refinance? Mike, I will send you Rob's number and you should send him a message. Well, I, I, so actually, it's funny because I just talked to Rob this morning because I was talking to my buddy who refied his house. Um, I don't think it's honestly worth it for Mike to refi. You don't think so? No, Mike's, uh, sorry, Rob, from this morning, 15-year uh, is at 3375 to 3.5% right now. But I'm at 30, so even if it's the same. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's going to be higher on a 30 year, so you figure you're going to be up. up no, but I'm saying, but if I can get the same, I know if I do a 15 year, even at that low percentage, it's probably, it's going to be more per, I'm going to be paying more per month. Right. And, you know, the only way I'm going to do it is if I get 3% again. So, because I'll, I'll drop a point and a half um, or a point and a quarter. But so, because we do love Rob Delator. Yeah from uh loandepot.com yep um shout out to rob we did an episode with him we did do an episode with him and he went down to the keys in florida (laughs) and wore our shirt he did 
I'm sending his his uh, information to Mike right now, so Mike can get hopefully a better thing. Uh, Buck is very happy we're going to bring him a shirt. Good. He needs an XL, so we need to find that. Yeah. I can't believe he wears an XL. He's not a big guy. Yeah. Well, the thing the thing with Rob, but he's a little, he's tall. He's very tall. Room. He is. Yeah. The thing with Rob that I like is yeah. Mike. You'll you'll call Rob and you'll say, "Hey, this is what I'm looking at. This is what I'm looking." And Rob, will, he's just honest. He's like, he I, "I would do it or I wouldn't do it." Right? Yep. This doesn't make sense. Yes, it does make sense. Like. Because I got a hold of him for Caitlin's loan, and I said, "Hey, this is what I'm looking at," and he goes, "Yeah, I'm not going to be able to do any better for her." And I'm like, "All right, sweet, thank you." Mm-hmm. You know, I say as much as he wants it, but like, no, that's uh, again, he's like us; he's a straight shooter. Yeah, 100. percent Love the shit out of Rob. Yeah, um, I give his number to everybody now. Yeah, it's one like, deal he my, did for my me. My interest rate might be higher than I think because I mean, my credit wasn't great when I bought this house because I. Buying this house was one of those things, another one of those things that helped, you know, get my credit up to the point where it's, you know. Send him a message, tell him that you're a third of of Bucks Bucks and Bruce. Bruce. You need to know what he can do for you. I'm I'm the behind the scenes guy. Let's pull up up, uh, our list of uh, episodes so we can keep talking about what we did over the year. Yeah, we talked about Rob and having him on talking about we did uh, yes mortgage, mortgages uh, so oh, this this jumped me back so uh we talked about new year new you yep we did uh dividend stocks at the end of january that's what got mike started uh it did yeah yeah um then we had how to make more money because mike mike went and did it and mike did he went and he made more money then we talked about amazon news which i believe yeah. was jeff bezos Stepping, stepping down as yep. as CEO, yep, and meme stocks because that was when GameStop, and GameStop, and uh, what's the AMC? <laughs> yep, the uh, Reddit users went and yeah. and basically screwed over <laughs> investors. Yep, by shorting those the stocks, that was awesome. Uh, and then we had one of Mike's favorite episodes, which was Nick and I fighting about minimum wage. Yeah. Same we was fun. We still have that conversation. So, uh, side note here: I, I'm driving to Chicago yesterday to go to the Bulls game. Yep, with my daughter. First Bulls game I ever went to, mind you. I'm, I've been a Bulls fan since the Michael Jordan years, and those six titles were the greatest thing I, I lived through as as a collective sports fan. Uh, a bundle of years. Sure. Yeah. So, like the Cubs championship in '16 was just more than anything i could hope for uh the bear super bowl in 85 was great but when you have like a dynasty like that it's just worldly yeah so finally i'm at the point i can i can afford bulls tickets and they're good we went yesterday and on the way i i said to caitlin i'm like hey uh, did you listen to the millennial money witch episode that nick and i did and she goes no i haven't yet and i'm like it was really good you should listen to it and she goes let's listen to it now yeah and i went great so we got a three-hour drive and it's two hours (laughs) so we listened to it and i I asked her she's like this is really interesting she did great and i'm like yeah she really did and she goes she really pushes you and nick i'm like yeah she really does and i can't wait to have jesse on again because she was she was phenomenal yeah easily my favorite episode of the year good um my number two favorite episode i bet is your favorite episode of the year Barat. Barat yeah. was number two. Um, number three, 
we might have the same number three, and we'll get to that in a minute. So after minimum wage, we talked to a relative of yours. Yeah, my cousin. um, On owning a Subway franchise. Yep. That was uh, eye-opening because we sat there. You and I complained specifically about the fact they got rid of roast beef and we only ordered the Subway Club. (laughs) Yeah. And I sent you a text, I don't know, six weeks ago. And what did I say, Nick? They got roast beef back. They got roast beef back and now there's a Subway Club again. (laughs) So I want to say it here right now. Bucks and Brews is the reason there is a Subway Club. You're welcome. You are definitely welcome. Yeah. Um, so after that one, we went to a poor person's mindset and the fear of investing, which, you know, again, I think that's something that a lot of people, especially a lot of listeners of ours have issues with, oh. uh, you know, not necessarily having the poor person's mindset. But definitely the fear of investing. Well, you you know, you look at Dawn and I mean, yeah. the, the question that she asked was, um, you know, why would you pay for your house or, you know, like, why wouldn't, why would you invest here instead of this? And yes. This, you know, people are so scared. You know, she said, or, you know, I think, I think you had said it where it was, you know, hey, you can lose money at any point, right? Yeah. Like, yes, you can lose money investing, right? And that, and that scares people. They don't want to lose money. They don't, you know nobody gets in their head the fact of of history because history doesn't always you know history they say always repeats itself but like then half it you know when it repeats itself nobody wants to feel the 08 right no you know um nobody wants to feel hey my stock or you know my my 401 just went from a million bucks to three hundred thousand dollars right which does happen you know i mean it's it's a scary thing like you're sitting on cloud part of it too is you never hear the success stories of investing You hear the horror stories of investing. You hear Bernie Madoff's of, you know, the Ponzi scheme. People lost a ton of money. And, you know, you hear, you know, people investing in companies like Enron that were, you know, basically cheating. Yep. Even if we go, let's say, five years ago, Mike, Mm -hmm. did you sit there and look at your money five years and go and say, oh, yeah, I should be investing because I'm going to retire? Or did you go man, I need to make sure I have enough money so that, you know, food's on the table and I'm taking care of the things I need to and we can take a vacation. Five years ago, it was kind of, I was about halfway between. I okay, was so, needing to make sure I had enough money to live, but also knowing I wanted to eventually retire. Right. And, and you know, looking back five years ago for me, I'm 39. I'm, I'm sitting there going, yeah, retirement's an option now, but I need to make sure I'm paying for the things I need to pay for right now. And I, you know, I think that's a big key is, you know, when you look at it, um, when you look at it to, to invest in a 401k is very scary, right? Oh, absolutely. I can't 401k IRA anything. I can't touch that money until 59 and a half. Right. Like, so as a 21 year old, now 33 years old, like that's still 20 some years away where I can barely pay for the things I want to do now. I don't want to put money away that I can't touch. Like to have money that you can't touch scares the shit out of me. So, so and Ashley's a great example. We had Ashley on, we talked about, you know, her, her paying off things. Yep. And, you know, at the time we were hoping she would get a new job and, and she ended up getting that new job. Yep. And one of the first things I said was, all right, have, have we set up your 403B? And she's like, yeah, I haven't gotten around to it. And I'm like, yeah, that needs to happen. It needs to happen right now. Yep. And you need to take and put aside 10%. At least. Not 
you know, 6% so you can get the 3% match, but 10% so you're getting 13. Right. You're at an age where you don't need that money. Yes, you do. You want to move out. You want to get a new car. Great. But you're making, you know, let's, let's just. She doubled her money. Yeah. Let's just say you're making 10 bucks an hour more, but you're working, you know, 25 hours more a week. You have extra here to draw from. And Oh, we're super ugly. It's probably because I'm loud. Yeah. So. Um, so I'll move back a little bit. Uh, so Dawn brings up a great point here while we're talking about that. She said, stupid thing is that a lot of people who wouldn't want to lose money are the same people that are going to casinos hoping to get lucky and their chances are better if they just invested instead of gambling. So well, Nick's a gambler. But, but I see. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I like, I like to gamble on sports. Yeah. But again, you know you have a gambling mentality. Oh, yes. So you don't seek that out necessarily. On occasion. But it's I'm not very, a constant. But I'm very responsible with it. Correct. And and same with me. Like, I look at it and I'm like, ooh, if I put five bucks on this, yeah. I could win three. But if I parlay it with this, this, and this, I could win 50. Yeah, and sometimes I'm like, that's yeah, worth worth the five bucks for me to try and parlay that to win 50. Yep. And sometimes I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I'll take the three bucks. So hmm. we didn't hit anything. Huh. Am I still super echoey like this? Yeah. I don't no, hear you being echoey. You do? I don't. Oh. Oh, oh I'm still so we must be echoing on Twitch. We must be echoing on Twitch. How's that, Don? A little better? So so anyways but like right like but the problem with gambling um the problem with gambling is i put 25 bucks down on blackjack i hit i win 25 bucks right then and there correct right slot machines i'm not a huge slot machine fan but i do play them um yeah and especially now because right like i'll, I'll put a hundred dollars into a, a dollar machine play five dollars a spin or whatever it is yeah. and it's because i know like hey eighty six thousand bucks in one draw i mean that's a, that's a really good return on investment um to say um you know and, and it's instant payout right where sure if i put that hundred if i put the hundred dollars in i know for a fact that that's going to look like ten thousand bucks when i'm ready right it, it's a guarantee that's going to be ten thousand dollars um you know in 40 years <laughs> um but why don't i you know because there's that there's that itch that want to- so so i know this we're 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 going on a cruise in october we are Mike and Nick and I and Caitlin and Dawn and Courtney. Yeah. And I know at some point Nick and Dawn are going to be in the casino trying to win a free cruise. Oh, it's not, it's not, a, it's not a, if it's, it, it's a guarantee. I'm going, to, I, I didn't say if yeah. I said, I know at some point yeah, like, Nick and Dawn are no, going to be in the casino no, trying to win a free trip. It's not trying to like, I'm going to win a free cruise. Like it's a guarantee, right? Like, I, I'm already, I already have money that I'm saving aside. Um, I have nightstand money, right? Like Hell yeah. people don't understand that. Like, um, you know, I, I literally will go to the blackjack table with $500 and I will spend it. She's going to go play slots, but that's fine. I'll, I'll find her on the slot machine eventually. Like if I, if I lose a hundred bucks on blackjack or whatever off of like really quickly. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm out. Mike and I are happy to win a little rubber keychain. This is Royal Caribbean by winning, by winning. uh, Rock and roll trivia. 
Yeah, they've had two trivia. Yeah, that yeah. too. We're, we're, we're going to win um, this year. Say. Um, we were a little cocky last year. We, yeah, uh, that's it. <laughs> we won the first one, and we're like, we're going to win 80s, and we're going to win classic rock, and we got our ass kicked in both. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I, I'm, you know, I'm guaranteed I'm winning another, you know, because I think it's only what, like, you spend three or five hundred dollars. Something like that, yeah. Free, free, yeah. Shit. Free three nights? It's guaranteed. Yeah. Like, you know, I honestly. Um, oh, she's leaving now because we're echoing too much. And I, I turned it down twice. I say, yeah. If I don't, I guess. Uh, I can try it one more time. Here, stick on for a minute. Here we go. I turned it down a little bit. Maybe. Yeah. Either way. I, I think it's just Twitch that gets us really loud, honestly. Yeah, and I say I don't think anything really changed on our end. So, um, but now what's the uh, the next episode? So after the poor person's mindset, we had college decisions with Professor David Seawick. Yeah, we had David on like three or four times this year, and it was great every time. Yeah. So he's a, he's a very smart guy. He is a very smart guy, and one of my he he might be my oldest friend. Him and him and his brother Dan. There you go. Because I've known them since early elementary school. Wow. Um, then we had your insurance questions answered. That was your buddy, TJ. Yeah, it was TJ. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then we did gig jobs, which uh, Mike was the star of gig jobs because he had started doing DoorDash. Yeah. And then we got an update from Vanessa on her debt, yep. which was she had good updates this year i mean i yeah so full disclosure nick was not as happy with the last one because he really wanted to hear that disney was paid off <laughs> See, that it was paid yeah and it wasn't and he was a little bummed but you know i mean she she's made progress she has made thing. progress and she has a goal right like mm-hmm. i'm very happy i'm very happy that she's got the goals she's got the things set like I, you know i just Every time I hear, like, you know how you get your hopes up and you, you, yeah. you know, hey, we have an update. Awesome. I'm freaking excited for this because, like, she's knocked it out of the you, park. You want home there. runs every time, and this time she hit, like, a double. Right. You know what <laughs> I mean? And, hey, yeah, I still got this. And, dude, that, I, I'm okay with it. So the next one was the Beer Me episode with the guys from uh, the Beer Me podcast. Yep. That was fun. We did that at Osgood Brewing. It was at Osgood Brewing. We had a really good time. Mike came up for that um then we did our financial journey where you and i talked about the shit we've gone through and and how we got to where we're at and then we talked about how to create wealth what is it how to create it yep and then we went to my third favorite episode of the year yeah the baseball baseball episode episode. which had almost nothing to do with money yeah but a whole lot to do with baseball it was a pretty popular episode too um then we went to honestly with I think more people should listen to this one. Yep. Uh, why should you pay yourself first? Yeah. And I don't think people do this enough. They really need to do it more often. Well, I mean, if they did, more people would listen to it, mm. right? I mean, I guess um, there's a lot. You can, it's funny, you know, looking at our views and our listens and, yeah. and how they go, you can just tell where people's interests are. And it's not a bad thing, but it's. No. You know, you, a lot of investment stuff, a should, lot of stocks. You should pay yourself, right? You you definitely yeah. should. Not as popular as it should have been, but people should go back and listen to that yep. to figure it out. Uh, then we have random things we haven't gotten to, which is probably exactly what it sounds like. I don't know what we talked about, but it was probably great. Yep. Um, then we yeah. did a Pops and Pennies. We did, yes. Which we need to do more Pops and Pennies. We do. Um, um, that's one of our goals for this year yes getting kids started early is what we did that time um then 
we did another pops and pennies. Yep. Things you can do with your giving jar. Yep. So we talked about our three jar system. And we did uh, the jars. They work. Yeah. Uh, I know Christy has her son, Ethan, working on, on his three jars all the time, and he's excited to put money in those. That's great. Um, we got Eric's debt update, which I've heard from Eric in the last couple months here, and he has a huge update. Yeah. He does. We have to get him back on. Um, then we started posting some old stuff. Yep. Uh, the Before Bucks and Brews. We posted <laughs> our first ever episode that we recorded. Yeah. Um, then we talked with a 21 year old, which was Ashley was Ashley. Yep. Uh, and this was before she got her new job and now she has her new job and she's settling into that. And that's uh, good for her. Uh, we had a couple more, three more bucks and, before bucks and brews that we posted, which was getting money now credit cards and reactions. No, no, that was a bucks and brews. Sorry. Reactions to businesses that support social causes. We had Betty's pages Betty's, on. Yep. That was a good episode. That was a really good episode. So Nicole's going to come on again. Okay. Um, we're going to have Nicole, uh, Dawn, who owns Break Room Therapy, and then Gavin and possibly Deanna, who owns Tardy's Collector's Quarter. Mm-hmm. And and on Friday, they open Tardy's Underground in Allegan. Oh, really? Good for them. They do. They, they have opened a new location. Good for them. Uh, Mike and I will be going to check that out on Friday. Thanks for ruining that surprise. Uh, sorry. Um, and honestly, uh, Jesse DeSalva, DeSalva yep. is going to be on the Millennial Money Witch to, because we're going to discuss because two of them are millennials and one of them is a Gen Xer who said, fuck it, we don't like regular corporate business anymore. We're going to go do our own stuff. Yeah. So that I honestly think that's going to be a great episode. So that'll be coming up hopefully uh, next month or two. Yep. Um, finding a rental deal and knowing it's a deal. This was one of Nick uh, Nick's special. Yeah. Because Nick is very passionate about rentals and real real, real estate, estate investing. Itself, yeah. Um. We had a couple before Bucks and Brews, good habits and bad habits. Yep. Uh, we were going to do one episode on that way back in the day before <laughs> Bucks and Brews, and it ended up being two episodes because we couldn't shut up. <laughs> we can't ever. Uh, another Nick special, looking to buy a fixer-upper. Yep. Then we did our anniversary show. Not the anniversary of Bucks and Brews, mind you, but the anniversary of the first time we hit record. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Um. Then one of our very popular episodes, which uh, I do not have any recollection of because I was really, really sick. Yeah. Day trading. Day trading and individual stocks. Yep. Um, Don't worry. I carried us on that one. You you definitely did. And then a couple of weeks later, when I thought I wasn't dying right before I went back into the hospital, we had what's been going on in the last month <laughs> to discuss why we hadn't done anything in two weeks. Yep and then i had a vanessa update while nick was on vacation yeah i see um when i when i decided i wasn't going to die anymore and i was going to try and live a normal life um nick came back this would be middle late july and we did what is a living wage yeah which is uh i say different for both you and i (laughs) definitely is um the beginning of August, we talked about current financial news because there was a lot of stuff going on and we just kind of wanted to hit what was up. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we did not meet again until the end of August because we had a lot of stuff going on. And, and again, we just did updates on stuff that was going on. Yeah. So it was uh, quick hits on a lot of different financial stuff. 
and then we we had Jim in. Yep. Because we wanted to talk about sign-on retention and referral bonuses and whether they were worth it. And that was a couple of weeks after. I really enjoyed that episode. I did as well. Uh, I I was fully in the I you know we thought I couldn't drink. Yep. So Jim and I both drank uh, tea while Nick had a beer or two. Yeah, I'm gonna say just because you can't doesn't mean <laughs> I very, can't. very true story. Yep. And then a week later, we had Mackenzie in, and we talked to her on what it's like to struggle as a 19 year old. And Nick about lost his shit. Oh yeah, I say I do remember almost losing my shit on this girl. <laughs> um, that that would go with the, uh, but I just kind of want to hang out. Right. What are you, what are you doing? Uh, I'm like, just kind of hanging out. Just, yeah. I say, you know, oh, you know, money's a struggle, but I'm doing nothing, you know, nothing to help myself. I sent her a message a couple months ago. I'm like, Hey, uh, we're going to have a part-time position open uh, with Dawn's business. And she goes, no, nah, I got a job coach. I'm like, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, then we had on Marvin storm who I think Nick still owes a sticker to. I know. Yeah. So um uh, marvin it's on the way i swear i I'm, i i got you marvin's an entrepreneur and he talked about how to sell his business which we had a nice conversation with marvin i i, I think some of the the guests that we've had on yep. haven't gotten specific enough for us that one that one was that was not specific enough it was one of those you know i don't think we dove enough into I think it's probably because it could be such a broad thing, right? Like yeah. every business, every business is so different to sell, but it's like, you know, I wanted to get into even in more depth of it, right? Like, mm-hmm. Hey, how to look into, you know, your financials, how to do this. Like, you know, we talked about a lot of things and we gave great knowledge. Um, but to me, it just, I, I wanted more and more and more and more. Right. Right. So, so after Marvin, we had listener questions, which was mortgages, retirement and the debt ceiling. Yep. So we, we kind of hit on all of those things. And then right before our cruise, I, I guess we did a couple of these right before the cruise. One of yep. them was Nidamakan Sue. Yep. Uh, we talked about Nidamakan Sue. That was after the cruise, I thought. Uh, this one was posted on October 15th. So it must have been right before. Maybe right. Okay. <laughs> uh, Sue, job shortages shortages and retirement yep. which mind you i have reached out to nidamakan sue to see if he would like to come in an episode and i have not heard dick back from him that's too bad we'll it say. is too bad i think i think he'd have a lot of fun talking to us i think so i let him do a lot of talking too uh, yeah um let's say we uh you know i want to go back to that one right yeah, where was, uh you know the the listeners questions Mm -hmm. guys we love that episode i mean we love being able to give you the knowledge of exactly what you're asking for right i mean um and when we did it we got great feedback on it so um really if you have any questions out there and you're listening um or you're finding this even even if it's not this month or next month like hey we want to hear your questions and we'll definitely get them as we can well and part of the thing we loved about this episode is we had my wife on asking question after question and, yeah. and that drives the conversation so well, and, and, and as you said it's something that you should be doing at home but yeah. you're doing it here like and that's fine it's completely fine like i don't care to me like right on the outside looking yep that was a huge victory for me as your friend yep that was a huge victory for this thing but really like again i just got a couple to talk 
about financials that they never do. Yeah. It's one of the things that you and I complain about a lot. I wish my wife would talk to me more about the financial. I wish she cared took more. an interest right. in what we're doing financially. Like I get that you understand that we're financially okay, but like I want you to want to, yeah. you know ask these questions so you understand why I do what I do. Right. So right before we went on our cruise, we did real estate talk, which again, yeah. geared towards Nick because he loves the real estate. And then we came back from our cruise and we talked about Brady's 600th touchdown pass. Yep. Cruise talk. Yep. And how to save on the cruise. That's right. And Bohemian beer. Bohemian beer, yep. which I'll have some. Yes, you will. Uh, then I posted a couple before Bucks and Brews. Yeah. Do this, don't do that, and starting a small business, which so Jackie, who uh, is a Star Wars friend, she asked some questions on starting a small business. Yeah. So I sent her that episode. And I'm happy to announce that she just now opened her small business. Really? She did. This is so gosh, what a what an amazing time for yeah. us. Good job, man. She she did. Think. She opened her small business. It's yeah. official. What is it? So she she does she paints. Okay. So she opened um We'll have her on for an episode, but I, I, I have told her that honestly. She's happy to come on at some point. Um, I'm gonna find what her business is called because I do not yeah. remember because I'm a shitty friend. And and right, so like we do have these we have these certain things in our life where we we love to take recognition for the things that we've done, right? And because we love that feedback, we, Mike. We do, Mike. One of our biggest things for David and I is like the fact that you went out and got this extra thing after we did a dividend thing, and you're like, "Hey, this is where I want to invest." Like to us, that's freaking huge, man. You know, to you, you're like, "Hey, I did it because of this." And it, 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 to see our words actually get put to some type of use is just amazing to me. So you keep talking while I'm looking for those. <laughs> Say. Um, Mike, did you have a did you have a favorite episode by chance? I mean, you know, it's mixed. I I enjoyed the divorce episode just because you know I I was a bit more involved in that one than I think I have been in previous ones. Sure, I really enjoyed the baseball one. Yeah, <laughs> say, yeah, that was a that was a fun Saturday morning. That minimum wage one with the two of you fighting was was hilarious. Yeah. No, and uh, I I think. Uh, you know, to me, I don't know. I really enjoy every episode and what they what they offer and the difference, the different things that go with it. Um, you know, I love having guests um, that that bring us knowledge. We talked about uh, Jesse and we talked about uh, Barat. Um, you know, the fact that somebody put a valuation on all of the forest <laughs> that are out there, right? Like, just blows my mind, right? Like a bridge, this, right? A bridge. You know, I mean. Um, to me, that's and right, and he's running a business from a different country, right? He has zero employees here. So, Jackie's business is the Arbor Witch, W Y T C H L L C. Yeah, there we go. So, uh, check that out. Jackie has her new business. Uh, it's official as of yesterday. Nice. She'll be selling her art, and then she has some other ideas to do. And uh, I, I told her that we would love to have her on at some point to talk about how it was opening her own business and she is more than happy to do that at some point yeah so that'll be awesome that'll be huge um so then we had caitlin on 
Okay. Budgeting after a work absence. Yep. And she gets to have another surgery at some point here, and she'll be out another six weeks. Really? Yes. Wow. That's another wrist bad. surgery. It's going to suck. That's too bad. It is. Um, then we did a holiday savings because we were getting ready for Black Friday. Yep. And we wanted to give people some tips on, on how to save, yeah. which we did a TikTok after that. Yeah. And people are like, hey, how do we save holiday? And we're like, hey, we just did that episode. Go listen. Yep. Um, after that, we did uh, a couple in their 20s with kids saving for the future. So that was Kimmy and Greg. Yep. They came in and we talked to them and they asked a lot of great questions. Yep. Um, she keeps sending me messages. She's like, hey, we just opened up Betterment. Hey, we just did this. Hey, we just did that. That's I'm amazing. like, this is awesome. Yeah, it's So she'd really like to come on again with Greg uh, a little later when the kids are in bed. Okay. So that they have more time to talk. Um, then we had uh, what Mike talked about, divorce fi- uh, finances and questions, yep. which uh, he came up and helped with because out of the three of us, he is the only divorce that You have the most experience, my man. Way to go. Nailed it. <laughs> then we had Anthony Pierre on. Yeah. And we talked to him. He he, uh, he ended up going to jail for a while. Which was really fun because yeah. you enjoyed this episode. I did enjoy this episode. I, on the other hand. Did was, not as much. Right. Um, you know, and, and it's nothing against him. I like him. I, I like his story. Yeah. You want more specifics. And, and I've sat yeah. through so many by my by my program because yes. we, we give free knowledge right we do yes is there a point that we hope to offer some stuff that you have to pay for sure yes right like you, you can right now join our patreon and you get to watch all of our our live tiktoks that we do there you go right uh, it's a dollar a month right which is which is fantastic yeah um you know we're 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 not out but like with the real estate things i've just listened to so many yeah. of these things and i'm like oh man it's just it's another pitch but to you, like, and it was funny to get your, your it input was. on because you're like, oh, man, that sounds great. Like, I'd, I'd like to see here. And I was like, huh. You know, but it's because you have zero I knowledge. Have, yeah, I've game, never right? been through like, any of that stuff. I have, like, I, I'm, not, I'm not old enough for Carlton Sheets, but that's all you hear about. Yeah. Especially when you go to these real estate. I'm not Carlton Sheets trying to pitch you on stuff. And I was like, yeah, I don't fucking know who that is. And congrats. Maybe, like, but you know he did a fucking huge, great job because everybody talks about it, right? So. It's, it's, it's like every magician or comedian standing yeah. up their first line out of their mouth right hi i'd like to thank you all for coming to my amway presentation and it's like <laughs> everybody starts with that damn joke and it's like all right cool so you've been through it enough you're like it's not funny after the millionth time <laughs> so we did talk about having anthony back on do you remember why uh because he was getting everything started yeah but what was he specifically doing I don't know. Oh, he, he started. Uh, he was trying to uh, come out with a game. Yeah, game. Yeah, which was huge. Yeah, and you and I love games. We were both very excited. Like yeah. that was one thing that made it. Like even I was like, oh, now I'm now I'm game for this. When his game comes out, if his game comes out, we are totally having him back on to talk about his fucking game. Yeah, we love games, and and that's something I'll let him pitch. Right? Yeah, <laughs> like hey, buy into it, right? Because it's something that is, isn't normal. So then we had your favorite episode, Barack. I, I really enjoyed that episode. Brat was great. That's my second favorite episode. Um, then we had my favorite, which yep. was the Millennial Money Witch, yep. Jessie. Yep. She was phenomenal. Uh, we went two hours with her, and we could have gone four. Oh, yeah. Let's say, and, you know, I, one, thing, one thing I will tell anybody, David, you and I do not agree upon a lot of things. No. Mike, Mike's favorite episodes are us arguing. Mm-hmm. 
one thing I will say though is right like you and I we've never gotten into a I'm getting the fuck out of this room like I can't stand you right we have educated conversations yes, yes we'll get heated and we'll laugh and do because like both of us are like we're not going to calm down but we're, we're both very respectful in our conversation we both have valid points and we both understand that hey there is two sides you don't think my side is valid at all I think your side is stupid too <laughs> He's like, you guys see that? Mine wasn't valid. His is stupid. He's like, but, but, but when we look at it, yeah. I mean, literally, all we have to ask is this. You want to go do karate in the garage? <laughs> yup. <laughs> do we just become best friends? Yup. <laughs> so, so, I mean, you know, it's stupid shit like that. I mean, we're right there. That's it. Like, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm personally, like, excited excited about that type of a thing um because she had a great conversation with us right she yeah she you know i gave her especially my side of things you agreed with her a heck of a lot more very educated advice from her right you know her thought of minimum wage is 25 bucks an hour and i like yes i i agree with some of the things that she said but i also disagree like there's so many other routes that you can go and and people want this quick fix and i'm really about this long-term right change forever because like Again, my thought is if you go to 15, if you go to 25, right, everything is going to go up, everything, and you're just going to be back to the same fucking problem. No, fix it, fix the problem, right? Like, I don't want, you know, well, one you, of the things, contractors, one of the things you said in that episode was probably the thing that struck with me the most. If you want to make these changes, it has to be the collective doing it, it has to be the entire nation. Yeah. It can't be. Oh, I don't like that. So, you know, I own XYZ company and we're going to pay 18 bucks an hour. Right. You know, Dan Price is a great example. So Dan Price is like, fuck this. We're going to pay $70,000 to everybody. I don't know why everybody doesn't do this because this is what it's done for our business. It's grown us exponentially. Mm-hmm. And everybody else is like, yeah, fuck that. I don't, I don't want to pay that because I'm the CEO and I want to get a $15 million bonus. And if I pay them 70000 instead mm-hmm. of thirty. I'm not getting a $15 million bonus. So fuck them. Well, you know, and we look at, we look at Seattle, right. First, yep. first place to do $15 minimum wage. Yep. And uh, right. Like we can feel the effects over here and stuff like that. Um, and, but there's already other places that average wage was already above 15, but like, you know, it, it, it didn't change that area. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, I wish we could say it did, but it didn't, you know, I mean, they were some of the biggest riot areas. Right. I mean, um, I personally think that it takes the nation to figure everything out. And you can't do that, especially with the the, the split mindset of people. So our, our last new episode was Jesse, the Millennial Money Witch, and then Nick got sick. Yep. So we, we posted some before Bucks and Brews. We had Dave Ramsey's plan and our thoughts, which were... Uh, Nick's like, yeah, some of Ramsey stuff's okay. It works. It doesn't work. Fine, whatever. Yep. And mine was fuck Dave Ramsey. Um, I'm going to say that again. Fuck Dave Ramsey. Uh, I, I'm just, I'm not a fan, and I never have been, and I don't think I ever will be. Uh, after that, we posted how investments work. Yep. Uh, Vanessa can't. Oh, I'm wrong. Vanessa had, an Vanessa had an update that was that was the last new episode we did so we talked to Vanessa and then we had a, some other quick financial news that we had on yep um and then a couple more before bucks and brews it was the fire movement which yep. uh 
Financial early. independence, retire, retire early. Get retire yep. early. Yep. And then we did cheap meals and other things you can cut, which was one of Nick's favorites because uh, buy a fucking had a lot of sneed salad every day. Son of a bitch, man. Like, you know, I will challenge anybody. Um, I, will, I will challenge anybody to uh, to a financial. Like, if somebody said, hey, you can't live off of X amount of dollars just on food, like, give me that challenge. And, I, and like, dude, think about this. I'm this fucking big. Okay. Right. We can agree. I'm a big dude. Yep. You're a big dude. Yep. If you gave me a price amount and that's all I could spend on food, I guarantee I would make it. Yep. Right. Um, Ramen with hot dogs in it. What's that? Ramen with hot dogs in it. Right. right? Like, and if I had to, I wouldn't even have the ramen. I'd have the hot dogs or just the ramen. So I got a story for you. Yeah. I'm friends with a guy on Twitter who uh, is a regular caller to 670 to score, which is a sports radio station yep, that yep. I listen to all the time. Yep. And uh, somebody was bitching and moaning in Chicago about Portillo's. Oh, yeah. I fucking love Portillo's. <laughs> and they were bitching because you have to, if you want to eat in Portillo's, mm-hmm. you now have to show a vaccination card and your ID. Hmm. And this guy's like, fuck this. I'll never eat at Portillo's again and fuck Portillo's and blah, 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 blah. So he posts this and I'm like, fuck that i'm gonna be in chicago next week i'll go to portillo's yeah. and he goes yeah david's gonna pay the eight bucks that they're losing from you at portillo's i'm like fuck that i'm bringing my daughter to- <laughs> so i went yesterday and i sent him a message while i'm sitting in portillo's eating my hot dog and i said just so you know my daughter and i spent 15 bucks at portillo's today and he, he tweeted it back out he's like fuck you john these people <laughs> spent 15 dollars at portillo's today <laughs> You know, as I say, and you know what? Like, I wear my mask. Um, I didn't for Christmas with family. And what happened? And I got COVID. Yes. Right. Um, I, you know, let's say lapse of judgment because, right? I mean, you would think that you're always safe around your family and stuff like that. And and I'm there for the holidays. I'm not there for this this virus, right? Like, um, I'm and, on and, the way in. Speaking of that. So I called Christy, who I work with, mm-hmm. and I said, hey, uh, I'm doing an episode with Nick tonight. Do we need a mask up? And she starts looking at the stuff, and she goes, no, you should be good. I'm like, all right. I just want to make sure we don't need to mask up before. Right. Because if we got to mask up and talk, we'll do that. Yeah. I say we have no problem. Um, but no, I say I, 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 it was really weird um, because, you know, as much, like, I'm more conservative, and honestly, like, your opinion of mask people is completely placing if they're not masked, they're plague rats. Right. And to me, it's like, man, you know what? Like opinions and whatever, do what you gotta do, like whatever makes you feel better as a human. You know, I I, I to me, I just don't let other people's actions or whatever like kind of bother me. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like I will only call you out if somebody asks you to put it on and you're a dick about it because I again being a big fucking dude. <laughs> Like, we'll literally tell you right where to shove it. I, I have no problems about this. Like, um, you know, if you're asked, do it, right? Like, you, nobody said that you had to go shopping at Menards, right? That was, have you seen any Menards clothes? No. Really? Have you? No, but, you know, I do remember, like, when, when Menards was, like, not allowing kids to go in, and they're literally just like, hey, this, this is. And everybody threw a hissy fucking pit. I'm never fucking shopping here again. Yeah, they're a, always busy. I haven't seen a fucking Menards close. No, right? like, no. Guys, again, it takes a nation to do stuff, right? Like, 
sure a small business it takes you know a very small crowd right um but i to me you know what oh i'm never doing it again now you know what the funny thing is is especially with the shortage of everything going on i guarantee the assholes that are like i'm never doing it again you fuck first one in there oh oh, wait menards has it i guess i have to go get it so did did sue contact you back no i wish no so uh while we're talking about certain things and and you're dealing with covid brain and i'm dealing with sepsis brain yeah um so i've been struggling a lot lately i did did a tiktok on that the other day yeah and uh so i sent a friend a text the other day because again my mind's just not working right yep i throw my 80s playlist on i can't remember half the words to the fucking songs songs i've I've sung a million times because i grew up in the 80s and it's freaking me the fuck out sure and i send a text that says i can't remember the words to songs i should know the words to and my friend being an asshole that he is goes that sucks just remember it's excuse me while i kiss this guy (laughs) (laughs) which would be uh excuse me while i kiss the sky purple haze from Jimi hendrix yeah and I said, right, because I love to kiss guys. And I said, wait, what did I just admit to? He goes, we may teabag, but kissing, we're not there yet. <laughs> and I just want to say right now, thanks, Mike, for that. That that made me laugh. No, it's like so you put a gun my underwear backwards today. <laughs> he sends me a text today. He goes, this will make you laugh. I put my uh, boxers on backwards today, and I didn't notice until I went to pee. <laughs> Dude, I've I've done that. Right. So like I'll, I'll put I'll put my underwear on and then I'm sitting there like playing, you know, trying to get my stuff out of the hole and I'm just yep. like, all right, like this is what the fuck. <laughs> so, so then I go into the stall and have to change my underwear. It's around. hard to say I also told him that I, I would not lose respect for him as long as he always remembered the name of the one who's yeah, the one who sung, and then mind you, I sent him a message. I said, "Right, it's Teenage Wasteland," just because I knew that would piss him off because it's Baba O'Reilly. Um. No, I, you know, and my brain, my brain, I haven't found that I've lost knowledge, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it's just the um, quick shit. Well, it's, so it's, it's the quick stuff. Short-term memory. And, yeah, and, and, and new information, right? Yep. So, um, you know, we were talking, it was funny because we were talking about some uh, something with an IRA. Actually, the word just came to my mind, so I had to write it down. Um, somebody was asking if we could be, be something for a... Uh, an IR or a self-directed IRA yeah and uh, I was like why well, I don't know I don't know if we can be that and uh so I had to ask for what the word was I was like what, what do you want to be for a self-directed IRA and they said the word and I was like oh I had to ask three times yeah and so I, I literally walked from this office to that office because I would ask the the high up or whatever hey do, can we be this and uh I just couldn't figure it out but the, anyway the word was custodian right okay. I was like because I've never yeah. been a custodian for an IRA yep. and I was like oh that's weird but yeah I'd asked three times and literally it was just walking out that door that's right there and i couldn't get it figured out yep so no that was a that was a great year um looking forward to this year yeah absolutely I, we've um, got a lot of st- good stuff coming up so we're yeah. gonna we're gonna go down to play well at some point after the middle of february meet with steve and yvonne yep we're gonna talk about uh steve started his own business many many years ago steve henderson and son construction yep um and he just now retired good for him uh and th- Yvonne's going to buy us some specific Belgium beer. 
I'm so excited. Um, so that's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to we're going to go see Buck on Tuesday. We are. I say Mike's and, coming up for that. Yep, and tour Grand Armory. Um, I was going to go when you see Steve because I don't like Steve. Yes, you are. And then uh, you know, honestly, guys, if you have ideas for episodes, if you have questions, please hit us up because we yeah. we love to do that stuff. Um, guy I used to play football with has his own podcast. It's called POFU. Okay. The the power of fuck you. Okay. Um, he loves talking finances. Yeah, that's. And he he really started pushing it today, and I said, yeah, we should we should do something together. So I, I hope Collab to be able to here. set that up. Yep. And uh, you know we'll we'll be on TikTok every now and then. Go hop on there and and see what bullshit we're talking about. Yeah. Um, Nick, what did you think of your outside beers? Uh, I say they aged pretty well. Um, they don't really age well in a can compared to a bottle. So, yes. but I you know I know that with COVID, there's been a brown bottle shortage. So, there definitely has. Um, I guess I'm gonna have to drink my cans um, sooner than I thought. So um i'll get that taken care of mike uh how did you like your beers yeah how was that sour good i'd had some over the weekends i already okay um and sorry cranberry or pomegranate pomegranate how how so i mean flavor forward what what do we sour definitely takes more than the pomegranate okay it's got a little bit of the hint of pomegranate sure i went to uh adesanya mead Yes, uh, in Granville, um, I really like those guys, uh, Mike and Sawyer. Um, great for doing episodes there. We Mike should. loves mead. Great brewers, um, and uh, excuse me, uh, vintners, uh, but they do beer, so yeah. brewers as well. Um, and oh, I had a I had a dessert wine. Uh, it was a raspberry chocolate or a. I don't remember, but it was it was a it was a good dessert wine, and wow, it was it might have been cherry, but I say it was some and the fruit was just so forward. Mm-hmm. It was you don't get that normally out of things, so I really enjoyed myself. So, I've had the uh, Grand Armory Fluffer Nutter Peanut Butter Marshmallow stuff before. Fantastic, it's, it's delicious. I'm very excited to come to the brewery. I am too. Yeah. Um, the milkshake stout from Rochester Mills. It was. Yeah. That was just to get it right. Toasted marshmallow stout was delicious. And then the first time I had brew dog, double cake, marshmallow and chocolate stout. It was delicious. You were right Nick. That was, that was an excellent beer. So uh, we'll get this posted soon. Nick hit us with your favorite. Hey guys, uh, like subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your family. Uh, We really appreciate everything that you guys do uh, for us and and giving us feedback and uh, giving us updates on, on the reactions and, interactions that we have with you guys again this past year was fantastic sorry we've been gone for a little bit our goal this year is to uh to make it a little bit better of a consistency (laughs) yeah we definitely want to hit some consistency and if you find us around we usually have stickers or something on us hit us up and we'll give you some swag and you can rep bucks and brews because uh yeah we we love to see our logo out there. It was it was at the United Center on full display, second row last night. Second row, baby, right on national TV. Hell yeah. So thanks for joining us. And we will uh have our next episode from Grand Armory. So yeah. you guys can look forward to that. There you go. You've died.
dialed in to Box and Brews, you might hear something you can use. Like tips on your cash or tips on the suds. You're going to want to use the smarts of these studs. Because they know the brews. And they know the box. And they know they can't help the stubborn fucks. So listen up, because shit's not funny. And save yourself some beer money. Bucks. And, and brews. Bucks and brews. Bucks. And, and brews. Bucks and brews.